Orale, Bunalaraza, and welcome to the Three Count Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Chambers. Joining me, as always, is Ben Bloody Hobden. Benny, welcome into the show. Mate, how are you? WrestleMania's behind us. What a Ooh. show. Yeah, a lot to talk about. Mate, massive. For sure. What a week it's been. We're going to take you through all the big news that dropped the day after WrestleMania. We'll go through and we'll give you our thoughts and ratings on the WrestleMania card. Uh, and, you know, with two epic main events this year, uh, a little bit later in the show, we're going to draft the best ever WrestleMania main events. You can follow us on the socials at 3CountPod on Facebook, at 3CountPodcast on Instagram, and hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you're watching or listening to us. Benny, let's get straight into it. The big news dropped the day after WrestleMania. So the wow. owner of... The owner of USC and Endeavor has purchased WWE for what's believed to be about nine billion dollars. B billion, just billion. A, just a cheeky nine billion. So UFC and WWE will now merge into one publicly traded company. The CEO uh, of that company will be Ari Emanuel, who's currently the CEO of Endeavor. He is also who Ari Gold from Entourage Ooh. is based upon. So pretty cool. Interesting times there. Vince McMahon will be executive chairman of this new company. Mm. Nick Khan and Dana White will be the company presidents for UFC and WWE. So Dana White under Vince McMahon now. Interesting. I've read a few things and it sort of says like it'll still be two separate things and Vince will still have his own creative on that side and whatever else. So they sort of won't be too much. So he's not really under him, but he is, if that makes sense. It's kind of weird. Just in that. In the organizational chart, as they say. Hierarchy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But look, for those of us that are worried, they're going to follow the UFC model and go to pay-per-views again for WWE. Now, WWE has locked in long-term contracts with Peacock and over here with with Foxtel. uh, And part of those contracts is having the the premium live events for free, not as pay-per-views. So until all those multi-year deals are up, I think we're going to be safe from paying for pay-per-views. Now, from what we've, what we've heard, the plan is more so to build up sponsorship, licensing, hospitality, and ticketing. So uh, that, that is their main focuses rather than making us all pay 30 bucks for a pay-per-view. Well, that was the first thing I did. I texted you. I was like, does that mean we're not getting it for free anymore? What's going on? So obviously we had the network and stuff, but we were used to pay for, but yeah, not having to pay for pay-per-views. That'll be all right. Yeah, so I think we should be safe for a little while. Now, with Vince essentially, you know, back in a chairman role, uh, he came, he did a few things at WrestleMania, but he was heavily involved in Raw this week. uh, In the booking, script rewrites just before and during the show, back to the old kind of Vince McMahon running Raw days. Poor old Seth Rollins came out for a segment, had it cut short and just had to go to the back. Um, and usually when we hear reports from, you know, some of these wrestling, uh, you know, publications, you take them with a grain of salt. But mm. when there's a lot of them reporting the same thing, PW Insider, Fightful and Meltzer are all uh, reporting that talent are quite unhappy with how things have gone down. Yeah, that that roar was terrible. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> um, it was terrible. Like we always expect that roar after Mania to be just so exciting and fun and whatever else. And that was just, it was a struggle. It was really bad. It, it was. It just, it wasn't well run. Uh, you know, I, 
maybe Vince is, you know, a bit rusty. Uh, mm. You know, it seems a shame <clears throat> that he's he's taken on, you know, script rewrites and, and rebooking, you know, as the show's going to air. It just, it makes it look messy and it was easy to see. So hopefully it was just a one-off. No, I doubt it. You can understand why the talent wouldn't be happy though. Absolutely. Um, now we did have some interesting things uh, happen at that Raw after Mania. We had Brock. He he turned heel essentially on Cody. Um, we had Matt Riddle was the only return really, and then no yeah. NXT call ups. So a very odd Raw after Mania. Well, there was the talk, I guess, that uh, look, we won't go into it, but the whole Rick Steiner comments and stuff that were made over WrestleMania weekend, and they said that that might have been why they nixed Bron Breakers. Uh, come up to the main card. So ah. I did read that report. We take it with a grain of salt, as you do, like you said before. But I mean, maybe that's probably why they didn't do that. Um, and then obviously he came out on NXT and turned heel himself. So that's I mean, right. That's right. Uh, we'll get we'll get to what happened in NXT in a little bit. But uh, essentially, we had a few returns over Mania weekend. We had Pat McAfee returned, uh, you know, put on a bit of a show with George Kittle. Poor old Shane McMahon returned. Gee, I popped for that, though. When I oh, when he came out, I popped so hard. So unexpected. At least with McAfee, you know, you pop, but you're like, okay, it's a big show. McAfee shows up for these. But yeah, yeah Shane McMahon, we hadn't seen since him and Vince got into it. And yeah, a long time ago. He he was kicked out a while ago. So that was huge. But then poor old Shane tore his quad. The uh, McMahon you know, curse, the McMahon just, Helmsley curse, the quads. Just just doing a leapfrog. Um, <laughs> but that was that was saved very well from Snoop. We'll talk about that a little bit oh. later as well. Finn Balor, his his injury, which was fixed during the show at WrestleMania. Gruesome. Uh, if you if you have an uneasy stomach, don't go and look for these images. But, <laughs> uh, essentially, his head was stapled shut during the match. Yeah, uh, and they put was... some numbing cream around it. Yeah, uh, it was just yeah, his head was half sliced open. Uh, yeah, not great. Um, speaking of uh, the changes that happened in Raw, apparently Bailey was pulled from Raw. Uh, she had a Twitter post after WrestleMania basically saying goodbye. Mm, I've seen that. Uh, it was taken down, but take from that what you will. Uh, interesting stuff there with Bailey. Um, Charlotte was not successful at WrestleMania, uh, but apparently she is going to take a bit of a break, wants to do a bit of a tr- bit of travel. I mean, she's just come back from a break, but do a bit of travel with Andrade and uh, possibly enter a bodybuilding competition. Which would make sense, you know, like she did look jacked. She so, looks so cut right now. Yeah. So you can see she's obviously gearing up to do that. Now, after, you know, a, a pretty good showing at WrestleMania, Logan Paul's contract is actually up mm. uh, with WWE. So, you know, it, it's, it feels like he could continue doing what he's doing, coming back for big shows, putting on, putting on great stuff. I know he's working on Prime, but uh, yeah, as as easily as it is to hate the guy, he's good. Uh, he gets it. He's he's good. He gets it. It will be good to see him back. So hopefully they they do something there. Now, one of the hottest free agents on the market has a home. Mm, I did see. I haven't watched it today, but I did see the reports of what's happened. We, so we were wondering if Jay White was going to show up on Raw, but instead he shows up on Dynamite. Jay White is all elite. Attacked Ricky Starks alongside Juice Robinson. So. We know where Jay White's going now. Switchblade, here we go. Makes sense. Um, 
AW announced also as well that they're doing a, a big show at Wembley Stadium in London in August. So August 27th, 28th over here and all in yeah, uh, at Wembley. So that will be huge. Uh, FTR, the new AEW Tag Team Champions. I guess we know where they're going to. <laughs> we, well, that was always going to happen, wasn't it? We said that last week. It was a swerve. They were always going to win. So um, good. That, what's that? Every championship they've had now? Yeah. Like, so, just they keep winning. They, they can't help themselves. Good job, FTR there. Uh, just see, I don't know if you've seen the match, but um, the guns came out to Many Men by Fifty Cent. Really, which is, uh, a very, very interesting. I wasn't expecting it, but it, it, looked, it looked pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they're no longer tag team champions. Uh, now we touched on NXT before. We'll get into what happened. It Stand and Deliver was a, a very good event. Um, I, I quite enjoyed it. Our girl, Indy Hartwell, the yes. new NXT Women's Champion. I popped uh, so hard for that win. That was so yeah. good. Well, it definitely was not expected. I think she was almost the the least favorite to win as well, uh, odds wise. Uh, but Dexter Loomis helped her up the ladder. Uh, new champion, Carmelo Hayes, new NXT champion. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, Bron Breaker essentially turned heel and attacked Carmelo Hayes. A we a quick switch they've done from yeah heel and face. Uh, but yeah, that Bron Breaker happens all the time heel. these days, though, doesn't it? So easily and, done. And it, it seems there's something going on uh, in that relationship because Cora Jade made her return and attacked Indy Hartwell. Uh, so we have that that power couple, uh, both attacking <laughs> the champs. You've got to do what you got to do, you know. Cora that's Jade right. back, though, that's good, though. But, you know, Indy's got the champs, so let's see how she goes. Let's Hopefully see. she holds on it for a bit. So that is all the news we've got today. It's time to get into the WrestleMania card. Benny, you ready? Ready oh, to mate. relive the magic? Well, I am. There's a lot to go through. I just flicked through how many matches, and there's a lot of matches that we watched. So There is a lot. Let's get into it. We kick things off with Austin Theory against John Cena for the US title. Cena looked strong. Theory used his teeth on a number of occasions, biting <sighs> Cena's ear, bit his hand while he had the STFU locked in. Yeah, after the ref went down, uh, after a five-knuckle shuffle, Cena locked in the F- STFU. Theory tapped. No ref to see it. Low blow. A-town down. 16-time champ uh, loses, and uh, Austin Theory retains his title. What you rec- What'd you reckon on that one? Peter? Yeah, look, it, it did its job, I guess, to get Cena out there and you know get the crowd a pop to start off WrestleMania, but it didn't really do much for me, to be honest. I wasn't really enthralled with the match. Um, I only gave it a one count overall, to be honest. Um, obviously, the schmoz finish, uh, Theory tapped out. So, you know, you got that whole chicken shit heel thing going on there. and But, yeah, it just didn't do much for me, to be honest. What about yourself? Yeah, I gave it a one and a half. Like you said, it did it did exactly what it needed to you to do. It got the crowd pumped up. It was you know solid match, classic heel stuff from Theory. Now he can boast about beating Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was you know right down the middle. Did exactly what it needed to do. It wasn't bad. Wasn't good. Yeah, that's fair. Where where do we go to? I mean, obviously Cena's gone back to Hollywood. But where do we go to for Theory here? Yeah. Well, he came out on Raw and then had a match with Ray, and then I just. Theory will just continue to be that annoying heel for now. But you got to think that Dom's a better heel than what he is at the moment. So, you know what I mean? Dom's getting all this really good heel heat and Theory's sort of just floundering in the middle. Absolutely. Yeah, I kind of had a look over the raw roster thinking, all right, what are the faces on the roster that could, you know, kind of build up a decent feud here? we got Riddle coming back. That's who I was just going to say. Riddle will be Um, the perfect person. Riddle be a good option. AJ is due back soon. That could work out really well. Um, and they could go further with the Gargano 
uh, rivalry there. I mean, they've got a lot of history. They had a little, you know, kind of face off, but they could go further with that. But you're right. I think Riddle's the obvious choice. Yeah. Moving on, the men's showcase match, Profits, Alpha Academy, Viking Raiders, Braun Strowman and Ricochet, plenty of action in this one, including a Strowman top rope splash. Uh, <laughs> Strowman went for his patented run around the ringside, flattening everyone, but he was flattened by a huge shoulder tackle from Dawkins. Big tackle. I, I did not see that one coming. He just nah. smoked him. Uh, Ricochet then went for a moonsault on Dawkins moments later. He got the knees up, which allowed Ford to hit the splash. Uh, for the Profits win. Uh, I gave that one a two count. It, it was better than what I expected. Um, look, Chad Gable looks so good. I can't I was just going to say enough. That rolling German suplex that he did to Braun. Like, how do you do that to Braun of all people? Like In- Incredible. And then I think uh, Ivar going for the moonsault as well. Was it Ivar yeah. that went for it? That was crazy. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't land it, but geez, that was a, like the big man got up, you know? And obviously, um, we keep seeing these matches. Ford just looks like an absolute superstar. Oh, yeah. He's he's a future champ for sure. He's just got it going on. Uh, there was just too much going on. That was hard to keep track of. You know, it was just an all-in brawl, essentially. But it was fun. It did, like, it, it was good to watch. You know, they all got their, their double teams in and they all got their spots and whatever else. I only gave it a one and a half count just for the whole factor of not being able to sort of keep control of what was going on. But yeah. it, it was good. The only thing I thought as well going into the match was that the winner was guaranteed a title shot which I thought that was the whole idea of this match, but it wasn't. No. Yeah, it's that just was... uh, to get people on the card. Yeah, but, like, just put something on it, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, the Profits have then come out and then challenge KO and Sammy on Raw and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, I just wanted more from what it was rather than just yeah. a match of people. Absolutely. Uh, what do you think is next for the Profits? Well, it's weird because, they, you know, they, if they go up against KO and Sammy... But they're, they're not two, winning that one. It's two face teams. You know, Sammy yeah. and KO are going to hold the titles for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, if if Dawkins, if they split them up, you know, Tez is going to go everywhere and Dawkins will just think will flounder. So uh, I don't know. I mean, they, it, there'll be some good matches. Like they're going to have a couple of good matches against KO and Sammy, I think. It's tough for the tag teams out there because until they split those titles, yeah. um, you know, it's what do you do? Yeah, exactly. You, know, you just you hope for a title shot here and there, but you're probably not going to get the win. Um, you know, whether they split the profits or not, I don't think they're going to. It just doesn't feel right. Maybe, maybe have them compete individually, but like they're still together. Well, here's um, one for you. You got the king of the ring coming up. That'd be perfect for Tez. There you go. Okay, I feel that. I so feel that. good call. Uh, moving on, Seth Rollins, Logan Paul. Look, it's easy to hate on Paul, but he's just <laughs> so athletic. Oh. Uh, he's, he's picked up wrestling so quickly. Yeah, he just, it, like, you know, he just stands and just jumps to the top rope for a moonsault and stuff like that. Like, he's just, as you said, athletic is, like, is there another word that's more athletic than athletic? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. Super athletic. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what, what did you think of the entrances, Benny? I was going to say, obviously, his entrance. You know, I did text you and I was like, you're not going to enjoy this, mate. He's channeling Shawn Michaels. And um, I thought it was going to be bigger than what it was. It sort of, it seemed like it was going to be massive and then it just sort of fizzled a little bit for me. Yeah. I mean, for both of them, I think their entrances fizzled a little bit. Uh, They're both obviously trying to channel HBK in certain ways. Um, But, you know, Paul started from the ground and then went up and then came. I think that that kind of killed the momentum. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to copy things exactly. Um, He had a microphone too as he's talking crap, which is, yeah, that kind of worked for him. 
Um, the problem with Rollins's one was he had the the conductor come out to try and conduct the audience, but they were piping the chants through, and you could audibly hear the difference between the live crowd and the crowd, yeah, and and the fake piped crowd until Rollins actually came out. And that's when the crowd started doing it themselves. Um, but who does it better than Rollins himself? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't need somebody else to do it. Rollins just gets out there and gets them going. So, I mean, yeah. but Exactly. But a great match. Great back great and match. forth. A missed moonsault from Paul. A trio of Tope Suicidas from Rollins. You know, the Paul's buddy, the Prime Bottle, revealed KSI. himself to be KSI. Paul went for a splash from the top rope to the announced title. You know, Spot of the match, basically. Seth grabbed KSI, put him in his place. He got knocked through the table. Paul later went for a coast-to-coast, was hit with a super kick, followed by a stomp for a Rollins win. That super kick, though, like, obviously, you know, we've sort of seen that spot before with HBK and um, Shelton Benjamin, essentially. That was kind of what it was. But it looked like it connected pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Like, it it looked like it would have hurt. Absolutely. I I gave it a two count. Look, I, I don't know. To me, it seemed like, it was a great match, but it was a below-average Seth Rollins match um, yeah. with some great spots. Yeah, I gave it a two-count as well. I think it it sort of uh, – it seemed a little bit too rehearsed, if that makes sense. Like, so – and Seth sort of did carry it, you know, and it was just spots for Logan. But I still think Logan did a great job. And yeah, two-count for me as well. Now, obviously, Paul's contract is done, as we spoke about. Where to from for Rollins? You know, he had his segment cut from Raw um, – it was a weird thing too. He was backstage and then he came out and then it was just sort of gone backstage. And then and he went back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, very odd. I mean, my best guess after looking at the roster is that he has a few with someone from judgment day. Um, uh, you know, like Balor or, or priest. Uh, but obviously they're probably a bit, you know, uh, they've got something going on for, for backlash, which we yeah. can talk about a bit later, but yeah, there's not there's slim pickings for Rollins. It's yeah. I don't know. Well, does he go against, theory yeah back to the well yeah i don't know just you know keep doing what you know yeah uh so it'll be interesting to see what happens there but moving on we have the six women tag team match trish becky and leader against damage control you know momentum swung back and forth in this one bailey hit a bailey to belly on trish which set up eo sky to hit a moonsault on everyone uh leader <laughs> then took over uh, hit a twist of fate and a moonsault on Kyan Sky. Then Biggie hit a second rope manhandle slam for the win. This was tough to watch. Like, obviously, you know, Bailey and, and Becky and EO and Dakota are all good and stuff like that. We know that Trish and Lita haven't been in the ring for a long time. That they're, they're not great. But Trish looked okay. I thought Trish looked looked pretty decent. Yeah. Lita um, was... I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. She almost bounced off the rope slower, slower than Snoop did on night two. That's how slow she was. Yeah, uh, poor was old tough. Lita just looks like she's moving in slow motion. She really does, but it's gotten slower since that first Raw match when they won the title. Uh, and uh, I don't think it's rust. I think it's just age. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, but still, like Trish is older than her as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trish still look good. She just looks like she's just really let it go. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's sad to see. Obviously, I gave it a one count myself. I probably should have only given it a half, but um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't fun. Uh, yeah, I gave it a one as well. I wanted to give it a one and a half, but um, yeah, it just it did nothing for me. And yeah, Lita. I mean, obviously, Becky's a Becky's outstanding. Yeah, and Damage Control are outstanding too. Um, yeah, so well, one count one count for me as well. 
And that's where, where they go from here. Obviously, you know, you, you mentioned about Bailey's message saying goodbye, essentially. Um, if she leaves, then it leaves the other two in damage control really sort of I mean, I, a little I bit. I felt like it was really built for them to eventually turn on Bailey. Um, oh, yeah. But we, I mean, we have Liv and Raquel have a shot at the titles next week. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Mm, tell me. I don't think we can keep the titles on Becky and Lita for too long. Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. And I feel like a Liv and Raquel title run leading into them eventually taking on Rousey and Baszler, I feel like that works for me. Sorry, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, mate. Lost you there for a second. Lost me. So I'm saying Liv and Raquel to win the titles and then take on Baszler and Rousey eventually. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that match later as well. well but, so. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, Rey Mysterio against Dominic Mysterio. In my opinion, the oh, best here we entrances go. of the weekend. Uh, Dom's entrance from you know being in the jail cell, taking in the corrections vehicle to the ring with the handcuffs, the purple Mysterio mask. <laughs> I thought that was so well done. Yeah, it was I pretty mean, good. We obviously thought, oh, maybe he'll come out in a low rider, uh, but I thought that was super cool. And it was Ray who came out in the low rider Snoopy. with Snoop. Yeah. Eddie's music playing. Uh, so, in my opinion, the best entrances uh, in one match for the weekend. Some fun spots, including Dom getting spanked and whipped with a belt. Uh, at one point, Dom threw a cup of water at his sister. Uh, another point, he was slapped by his mother, which allowed Ray to get back in the match. Balor and Priest appeared. They started causing trouble. The newly formed LWO. Uh, made their way <laughs> to take out the judgment day. Uh, amid all the chaos, Dom went to hit Ray with a steel chain. Bad Bunny took the steel chain off him. Uh, Ray hit a 619 and a frog splash for the win. So here's my thing. Why isn't Dom allowed to use the chain, but Ray was allowed to use his belt? <laughs> Surely that's a weapon. DQ, Dom should have won the match. Because, uh, you know, Dom didn't have a Latino rapping superstar. <laughs> To, to help him out sitting in the front row. Yeah, fair call, fair call. Obviously, it was a fun match. As you said, the entrances were awesome. Uh, they had to get Bad Bunny involved because Backlash is in Puerto Rico and, you know, got get all that sort of stuff. They got, you know, the LWO out there, Legado del Fantasma. Um, I gave it a one and a half. Um, I, I thought about going a bit higher, but, yeah, it, it sort of, it just did the job. Dom's such a good heel though. I like, yeah. I, I, and I think it was his best performance he's probably had in the ring that I've seen. Absolutely. Like I, I gave it a two count. I, I'm liking or hating Dom more and more every week. Yeah. Um, so he's doing his job. He's he's absolutely doing his job and he's getting, he's getting really good. Uh, solid match, great storytelling, fun spots. So yeah, two count for me. And we're definitely seeing Bad Bunny in a match of Backlash. Oh, yeah. Well, Triple H come out in the press conference afterwards and said, you know, he's got my number. If he wants to jump in the ring, he can do it anytime he wants. So, I mean, likely Judgment Day against Ray, Santos, Escobar and Bad Bunny, right? Mm, yeah, you, yeah. I, th- I think sense. Bad Bunny in a singles match is maybe putting a little bit too much too on much. his plate. Yeah. Um, and obviously you've got to get Priest involved because, you know, they were the tag team originally. Yeah, well, that's what he said on Raw. He said if he wasn't my friend, he would have been in even more trouble. So what it would have done worse. Worse, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that will be fun to see what happens at Backlash. Moving on, SmackDown Women's Championship match: Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley. This match had everything you could want in a showdown like this. Plenty of false finishes, brilliant moves, great counters—you name it. 
Flair kicked out of a riptide. Ripley kicked out of a spear. As they both battled at the turnbuckle, Ripley hit an avalanche riptide for the win. Straight down the barrel, three count for me. Bloody brilliant stuff. Showdown for the ages. Wow, there it is. You've heard it here first, folks. Dylan's just handing out three counts all day, every day these days. (laughs) Uh, The name of the podcast. (laughs) I'll give it two and three quarters. You know, I can't give it three. Um, But brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, what about when Rhea went for that uh, German suplex and Charlotte over-rotated and landed on her face? Landed on her face. Ooh, that didn't you look know, good. I've seen pictures afterwards. It didn't do as much damage as I thought it would. It was just like a little bit of blood during the match. Yeah. I thought for sure the next day she would just be puffed up. Yeah, that was you, you text me straight away. You were like, her nose is gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it was just... And, and yeah. maybe it was just uh, that she caught it on the nose, but maybe it was like kind of a... A real like a slide, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it certainly looked nasty. But oh, brilliant! I popped so hard, rear champ. You know, uh, even my next door neighbors uh, mentioned how loud I was cheering for that one. So I must have been <laughs> going pretty crazy for it. But uh, what a match! Yeah, you're right. It probably deserves a three, but I can't do it. Now Charlotte's taking time off. Rhea came out and essentially, you know, did a face off with Bianca Belair. But that was a weird segment. Yeah, she's uh she's now the SmackDown Women's Champion, and the roster on SmackDown is kind of bare for opponents for uh for Ripley. I mean, the best I can think of is with the Judgment Day LWO, they have Zelina, but you know oh. that's that's an interesting dynamic there. That one of the biggest and one of the tiniest. Yeah, that's an easy victory for Rhea. I think Rhea's <laughs> going to go on a pretty solid run here. She'll hold the title for a while. I mean, I would love for her to combine the titles and beat Belair, but that's just you know me. <laughs> you watching, just want Belair uh, to lose. Belair to lose the title. Um, it would also be great, but yeah, fair. Uh, yes. Uh, move on now. I'm not going to ask for ratings, but this one. But Pat McAfee made his return. Had some help. Freak uh, out. <laughs> had some help from George Kittle to defeat the Miz. Um, he hit a top rope swanton to the outside, uh, which was which was pretty impressive from Pat McAfee. That's another one of those people like Pat McAfee just came in and he's so athletic with things that he does in the ring. Sort of yeah. like Logan Paul, you know what I mean? And he just doesn't care about his body. He just jumps around. Obviously, getting Kittle involved was a bit of fun. It was just that whole padding match filler sort of situation. My absolute favorite thing about this is Michael Cole just acting like an absolute giddy little schoolgirl. Full on Mark, and, isn't it? And Corey Graves just hating on it so hard. <laughs> so it why don't makes, you like me that much? Yeah. It makes for so much entertainment. You know, he called him what Aaron Rodgers' personal. Um, oh, I can't remember. What? Yeah, I can't remember exactly yeah. what he said, but I, I remember laughing at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So much fun to see just because they never to- tell Cole he's coming either. Yeah. Um, that's so good. He said only three people knew and only, and the Miz only found out before he went through the curtain. Yeah. Right. There you go. Um, so very well done for, uh, only knowing that much. Poor um, Miz, yeah. though. Poor Miz. <laughs> Poor Miz. <laughs> it, it doesn't cost to be host of WrestleMania. With no, not at all. That is for sure. Uh, we then had the main event of night one. Usos, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. What a match to end night one. Owens and Zayn, they took most of the punishment. Okay, well, we'll get oh! there. They, they, took, <laughs> they took most of the punishment in this match, which was kind of surprising for me, and they kept fighting back and kicking out. And Brilliant. You know, Zayn became the first person to kick out of a 1D, and the Usos, they kicked out of a stunner and a halluva kick. Uh, then some more brawling, and Zayn with three halluva kicks on Jay uh, to end the Usos' reign. 
Off we go. Mate, I always go on about ring psychology and stuff like that. Like I'm a bit old school with that kind of stuff. And it just had everything, you know, the heels just dominating and and the, the, the faces were just down and out. Like they just took it, you know what I mean? They just couldn't, like, and then they just build their way back up, crawl up. It just had the whole like Hulk Hogan feel of when he just does the whole no, shakes them off kind of thing. They came back and just, you could tell with those last Haluva kicks, it was just, the emotion and everything in it was just brilliant. I loved it. And I, I actually am going to give it a three count. Three count for Ben. I'm handing it out. I'm handing it out. It was so good. And like they sent the crowd home happy on the night one. And it obviously that's the payoff at night two. But I mean, it was just brilliant. I loved every second of it. I gave it two and three quarters. Oh, there you go. Uh, to, the, it only lost a quarter because for me, I felt there was no way that Owens and Zane were losing. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. they they just didn't get me to believe that the Usos would win it. Uh, yeah, I know. That's there's fair. Pro- that's there fair. probably there probably wasn't much more they could do to be honest, and maybe yeah. it was just entrenched in my head that they were going to win, much like night two, which obviously didn't work out. That <laughs> um, but yeah, two and three quarters. Going to be interesting to see what happens from here. You know, uh, a rematch, a backlash. Mm, yeah, run it back, I guess. Uh, oh, I but mean, you, I don't know. You got the profits over there. Like this is the problem you were talking about before with unified tag titles. Well, not unified, but like two sets. Yeah, I guess they can have. It's too too hard to see where they're going to go. I mean, Reigns is obviously shunning the twins right now, so they're going to yeah. do something to, to get back him, in his good graces. Set him to the jet. So, and then yeah, yeah he wasn't real happy with him. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think the best thing to do here is run it back. Let's let's have a rematch. Let's really entrench Sammy and KO as tag champs. The problem with running it back is though the second matches are never as good as the first. No. Never. So but yeah, brilliant. Brilliant night one. Loved it. So much fun. Night one. Great. We move on to night two. We kick things off with Benny's favorite wrestler, Omos, taking on Brock Lesnar. Omos dominant at the start, but once Lesnar was able to suplex an F5 him, which was incredible in itself. Oh yeah. Uh it, it was all over. So Lesnar gets the win there. Yeah, this went exactly how I thought it. Well, I said it would go, you know, the dominance and then Lesnar comes back and wins. Yeah. Uh, look, what did I even give it? Where is it? I gave it a one count. I don't even know why I gave it that. So I'm going to change it to a half count now that I'm live. I, I gave it a one as well. I gave it a half for the, the match and just half for, for the know, F5. <laughs> for for being, being able to suplex an F5 in. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. No, I'm still sticking to a half. Okay. Uh, what's next? Obviously, Lesnar attacked Cody on Raw. So mm. we're gonna we're gonna build Cody back up. Possibly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Um, Do they build Cody up to become the beast slayer so then he can go on and beat Roman? Yeah. And Reign I mean, I, I mentioned last week that uh you know, I don't think that Lesnar's gonna lay down for Omos. You know, who would he lay down for? This is possibly it. Yeah, that's uh, fair. So, and then uh, what, what's for Omos? Is he just well, going to continue out... to dominate jobbers? Yeah, pretty much. What else can you do with him? Like, he's not good enough to be in the main card sort of title reign or anything like that. And he's just, he sells terribly. He's just, oh, he's just awful. I mean, Lashley's the only thing I can think of that yeah, we've been there, we've that done, been there done it. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do with Omos. Uh, I'm sure Vince I can McMahon think of a few him, things. <laughs> I'm sure Vince McMahon will put the title on him at some point. Uh, <laughs> we, move on. 
We then move on to the women's showcase match: Rousey Baszler, Morgan Rodriguez, Natalia Shotzi, Sonia, and Chelsea Green. You know, plenty of action in this one. Baszler went out with a legit injury uh, during the match. Um, Ronda didn't really take a part. It was carried by the other three teams, who, to be honest, all looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, they, they did. Yeah, including Chelsea Green. I thought she looked really good. Uh, a fun double sharpshooter from Natalia. I thought yeah. that was a great spot. Uh, it was all ended when Rousey tagged in and basically her first action in the match tapped out Shotzi to the armbar. Yeah, it, it was disappointing, but also good that they weren't in the match much. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because if they were in there too long, they would have just like just dominated like we said they would on the preview. Um, the crowd were just off them hard. Yeah. Like you could just hear the audible boos of just like when when Rousey got in the ring and and even she was like taunting the crowd going, oh, you don't want this. You don't want this. So, <laughs> um, but there was a couple of good spots. Like you said, like the, obviously the double sharpshooter, um, Shotzi jumping off the, the top rope. Yeah. Instead of, instead of getting attacked by uh, Raquel, she jumped onto the <laughs> yeah. outside to get away from her. That was pretty funny. Um, and Liv always looks fun. You know, she does a lot of good stuff in there. Um, yeah. And Shotzi jumping to the outside. I was like, oh, is she going to hurt somebody again? Or is she going to hurt herself? What's going on there? But she, you know, she was okay. So. I only gave it a one count though, to me, for me. I gave it a one and a half. I, I thought it was a solid match carried by all the women except the victors. <laughs> um, and, and I thought they did a really good job with it. But uh, obviously, once healthy, Baszler and Rousey are going to have the tag titles in sight. And like I said earlier, I think Liv and Raquel maybe, maybe get the titles. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I just, Raquel's a weird one for me. She just sort of looks like she's out of place. You know what her problem is? I figured it out at WrestleMania. What's that? She's too smiley. Yeah, it's the smile. That's what I mean. She looks like she's out of place. Like she looks like she should be like just angry and like dominating, but she's a face. Yeah. So she's got a smile and it just, it's awkward. Way too smiley. Wipe the smile off and just dominate. Yeah, exactly right. Because yeah. she could be like that rear level. Yeah, you know, she's she's so strong. Yeah. Um, she could be like that rear level type person, but just get rid of the smiles smile before the match after the match sure but during the match during, doesn't during work. the match yeah yeah that's or, fair. Or, or change the smile up have it a bit evil or something you know? <laughs> enjoy demolishing these people yeah um so yeah that's there you go take Agree. That, uh raquel take that advice from me i'm sure she's listening <laughs> uh we then move on to the intercontinental title triple threat match what a banger. banger. <laughs> These wow. three just beat the absolute bejesus out of each other. Didn't I think they? it was about 15 minutes in before someone actually used a wrestling move in this one. Um, Rick, Rick Flair would be proud of that one. The oh, amount of woos and chops that we got in the first 15 minutes of that match was just insane. Incredible. Just yeah. beat each other black and blue. Sheamus had the title one after a bro kick uh, on Gunter. McIntyre broke it up. They ended up fighting. Sheamus hit a bro kick on McIntyre only for Gunter to fly in with a splash, then hit a powerbomb for the win. Gunter and still Intercontinental Champion. Not only was it a powerbomb, he powerbombed him on top of Drew. Yeah. <laughs> like that was just to take Drew out as well and then get the win. Again, I called this one. I said that it happened, you know, their, their little feud between each other had cost them and Gunther would just sneak in and get the win at the end. Gunther still looked really strong. Um, obviously, after the match, we had... I don't know if I don't think they showed it, but I've seen a picture of it. Drew and um and Seamus hugging and putting their hands Drew, up for Drew each other. And Seamus making up. And yeah. Put stuff on social media, you know, them saying it's time for a beer and yeah. time for a pint. A pint. Um, 
A banger though. Absolute banger. Banger. Absolute banger. Three what did count you give for it? me. Oi, three count. Uh, I, a, a truly special match, I thought. And I think Gunter's like next level. Yeah, Gunther is really good. Uh, this is like, I gave it two and three quarters. Um, I don't know why I took a quarter off, to be honest. I probably should give it a three. But Gunther's now had quite a few good matches. Like that match with Sheamus at Clash of the Castle was brilliant as well. Um, he just keeps like elevating. And I he mean, doesn't I, need Imperium there either. You know what I mean? He proved no. that he doesn't need Imperium there. So that's good as well. No. And it was fun for them to do their old school kind of entrance for it as well. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of torn as to where we go from here because I want to see Sheamus get that Intercontinental title. Yeah. But I don't want to see Gunter lose it. No, um, that's a good point. But but if he does, look, Gunter, I think he's good enough to be in the main event picture um, if he wanted. Yeah. Hell, I could even see him beating Reigns eventually down the track. Well, um, I did remember I did pick him to win the Rumble. So I was already talking about that. But I just think, yeah, it's it, again, with the titles just being two titles on one person, what's the use of having two titles? Just make it a unified title then. Yeah. Or split them up. We need to split these titles up so that we can have two champs. And then that way it gives the talent a chance to to rise higher. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe if they switch the rosters up soon, which apparently they're supposed to be doing, yeah, there'll, be, point. there'll be more to see. But, you know... Maybe we just see Sheamus and Gunter again with Drew helping out to try and get his mate the, the Intercontinental title. Well, there was talk that Drew's contract's up or something as well. I, did I read that somewhere? He's on his way. There's a good chance he's on his way out, but I can't see no. that happening. No, I, no, I did see that as well, but I think I think the talk is is that he'll probably just negotiate yeah. uh, into a new one. Uh, moving on to the Raw Women's Championship match, Bianca Belair and Asuka. Belair was tested in this one by Asuka. She was on the back foot for most of it. Had a few near falls, but dodged the mist, hit the KOD for the win. Two count for me. One of one of Belair's better matches. Don't uh, get too excited, mate. Look, yeah. <laughs> I pick, like I said, a dollar seventy-two was the best odds you're going to get for Bianca on a yeah, women's title defense. You're right, but she did look challenged. She did look like she was going to lose there for a couple of times. You know, Asuka looked brilliant. Um, I gave it a two count as well. I thought it, but I thought it was a good match. A really they good they match. put on a show, the two ladies. That's yeah. for sure. Um, as for what's next for Bianca, you know, I, don't, I don't know. Well, you know, she had the showdown with Rhea. Um, but I say run it back. That was brilliant. Yeah. Like, Asuka's the, the, the most she's had challenged, like, for that title. So, I, you know, keep that sort of challenge going. But give it something else for a build, like I talked about yeah. in preview. It's just not fun. Because obviously Asuka not being able to speak English great and whatever else sort of does hinder it. Yeah. So I don't know where, what, well, if, and if, if who else is going to go for the title? Yeah. I, I really can't see anyone on that raw roster. I mean, unless, you know, Becky, Becky. Becky yeah. So we both said it at the same the time. Picture again. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, put the strap on Bailey. I don't know. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that either. I, I don't know where you go, but, but uh, that's, Bel Air's now three and zero at WrestleMania. Yeah, so, the streak, the streak. Here it comes, the streak. Uh, we then have another one. I won't ask for a rating for uh, Shane McMahon slash Snoop Dogg against the Miz. <laughs> uh, poor old Shane tore his quad early on, uh, but this Snoop kind of picked things up and ran with it. Knocked out Miz twice and hit. You know, some people would say it's it's the worst ever, but I'm just going to say it's the most Snoop Dogg people's elbow you'll ever see. 
He definitely got some elevation when he did the elbow, but the lead up was, t- oh my gosh. The, the bouncing off the ropes is the most laid back, chill bouncing off the ropes <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so yes, poor old Miz loses again, this time to Snoop Dogg. I'm assuming it was supposed to be to, uh, to, to Shana. Yeah. Yeah. What did, did you say as well that that was all Snoop or just ran an audible there and just Triple H said uh, that you know it was all Snoop's call as to what they did from there uh, yeah and that he's just the ultimate performer and the ultimate showman and you know I I don't know what I would have done in that spot no nah. uh, I mean and and the Miz you know it's circling the ring you know yeah such professionals no it was yeah well I guess to to save it from that that was probably pretty well done but yeah yeah it, it was still wasn't. Although I did have a lot of people talking about it, messaging me about it and laughing about it. Like, are you watching this? Snoop's hilarious. Like, so, I mean, it did, I guess it did sort of a job. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have a feeling maybe after Shane won, Snoop was supposed to do the same thing and they just oh, possibly yeah, yeah. Ran, it, ran it forward. But anyway, it worked out. Uh, we then move on the Hell in a Cell match, Edge against the Demon Finn Balor. Two, you know, great mania entrances again. Um, I like the purple smoke things that are that yeah that was had. pretty cool yeah um, i don't know about making everything slow-mo um, yeah i didn't like that i did not the, like that the at video all. effect but you know i get what they were trying to do um look as we mentioned finn was cut open during the match mm. uh, powered through was stapled during it tables ladders colored chairs and kendo sticks which is <laughs> purple red. and red that was purple a bit and red very interesting but in the edge in the end edge uh he hit the concerto and got the win uh, I gave it a two and a half count. It was a uh, it was a pretty brutal match. It was brutal. I thought the wrong ending. Um, I get that it's a get back for Edge saying I quit. You know, a couple of months ago, uh, but Edge never puts anyone over anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, except Roman Reigns, I guess. Well, yeah, but that's Roman. You can't. Yeah, that's not really putting him over, is it? No. Um, there was a, there was a couple of few fun spots in there. You know, like when he tried to go for the uh, coup de grace from the. Just a, just a platform that just happened to be sitting up there on the side of the cage. Yeah, imagine that. that. Imagine well, that. I bet you that'd say uh, it was for a cameraman or something like that, yeah. but whatever. But through um, the table, yeah. And then, obviously, the other funny one was when he had the kendo sticks and he was stuck in the corner. But then, but then just, you know, it was, it was fun. It did its job. I gave it a two count myself. I feel like the whole, you know, obviously taking that ladder to the head and then the match being stopped and he, him getting fixed up sort of, ruin the momentum of what they possibly yeah. would have done. So it slowed it down a little bit. And yeah, then obviously they, they would have had to change a few things throughout the match, but it was still a, still a fun match. It just sort of, it's left me feeling a little flat afterwards. That's the only yeah. thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, as for what's next, you know, I think it's another one of those things where we don't see Edge for a little while. Yeah. Um, and and Finn will just be... And, and Balor will get into this LWO feud yeah. and... Which is disappointing, I guess, that he's sort of taking, you know, you have such a big match at Mania and then now you're just back to a sort of, I, I yeah. guess it's big because it's in Puerto Rico and it's bad bunny and stuff, but. Yeah, it'll still be pretty big time. All right, Benny, it's time. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns, Cody Rose. It felt like such a such a big moment and such a big match. The entrance is added to that. Cody's as big as always. Found his family, found John Huber's son. Um, you know, Roman then came out using the dueling pianos to kick off his entrance. That was, was weird. It, it was weird. I, I get they're trying to do something different, um, but such a red hot main event. Mm. Um, 
yeah, the match featured interferences from Solo, him getting kicked out, Usos appearing, Kane and Sami Zayn appearing, a thousand false finishes and and finishing moves, and finally Solo sneaking back into the ring to hit a Samoan spike on Cody, just as Cody was about to hit that third crossroads and, yeah. and surely get the win. She allowed Reigns to hit the spear and just take the life out of SoFi Stadium. Didn't it? What? Didn't it? It was crazy. Ooh-wee. Like you could, you could hear a pin drop, like from here in Australia. That's how, like, it was crazy. It was a, it was a pretty good match, though. Yeah. Like, the, like you said, a thousand false finishes. Like at any second, and you could, you could physically see Reigns was like, "I'm in trouble." Like that's like he was sitting in the corner, like going, "What's going on? This is crazy." Which I think Reigns has really learnt how to get his facials across these days and stuff like that. He's absolutely. It was there's, fun. there's one thing that Triple H said during the press conference. It's like every little thing he he said, Reigns is next level right now. Every little thing he does in the ring means something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. Point. Even the tiniest thing, everything means something. Yeah. Um, but I gave it a three count. Yeah, uh, I gave uh, it. Yeah, go. Uh, uh, like putting aside the uh the ending. Yeah. Um, the match was incredible. It had everything yeah um and just you know you're up you were down uh yeah three count for me yeah i gave it two and three quarters uh it was it was like you said it was that that feel when they came out like it just had you you could feel the electricity just like it was like the big moment like this was it you know what i mean and then obviously it just fell so flat at the end with the crowd and everything else but i text you straight away saying you know i i thought he wasn't going to win once he went over and had the family moment before the match. And yeah. that for me gave it away a little bit. You picked it. Yeah. So, cause you know, you always have that fireworks and everything going off with the family. Like Kofi had it, you know, and, and everybody else has had those kind of moments and yeah, I, but I like this, this Cody climbing, trying to get there and, and trying to get the title and, and, you know, Triple H come out and said, you know, the story's not over. The story never ends. Yeah. So he didn't have to finish his story yet. You know, there's still a chance. But I think, and, and look, when he said that, it was a great question from the journal. Usually, a lot of those questions in those press conferences are either softballs or just super boring. But the guy was like, <laughs> the guy was like, did you just miss out on an opportunity to create, you know, the next rock, the next Stone Cold Steve Austin, the next baby face hero, face of the company? And uh, yeah, Triple H said, look, yeah, the story never ends. Yeah, you know, they say finish the story, but story never ends for us. Um, in saying that, I think probably about 95% of the wrestling community were very upset <laughs> with uh with this ending. Uh I was very upset at the time. I, I get picked it. it. I, I get it now in hindsight. I get yeah. it. Um still not a fan of it, but I get it. Uh they're gonna have to build Cody back up again now. Beating Lesnar is obviously a great way to do it. Yeah, uh, but I think the world is gonna be collectively angry about at this result for a little while. I think so too. Um yeah. Yeah, like I said, it was a it was a riot-worthy ending. <laughs> um, I didn't want to get too much into LA rioting because yeah, it's a touchy subject. But yeah, I thought I thought it was one of those things that I can't believe they didn't just pound the ring with like cups and like bash at the beach '96 yeah. style with the NWO. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. I was waiting for it. Although, what about the rubber chicken that was in there though? The rubber chicken. <laughs> Where did, that was, I've that seen was... I've seen so many memes that are like, why did know, the chicken cross the roads? Hey, I've, I've hey. seen uh, the the main event for Backlash: Cody versus the Rubber Chicken. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I, I think. I mean, I still think Cody's going to be the one to take the title. 
but I think it might be a trilogy. Mm, okay. So um, gets- and, it, and it could it could end at SummerSlam. Uh, yeah, so we still have a bit of time, but yeah. Uh definitely it, it let the air out the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall pretty good WrestleMania. It had its it had its low moments, it had its fun moments, but there was some real bangers on there, like well, the banger, the yeah. tag titles, the women's SmackDown title, and the, the main event were uh, like all all could be three counts, you know what I mean? A suburb WrestleMania that I'll definitely go and watch again in the next yeah. few years. Yeah. Um, all right, that brings us to our best WrestleMania main events draft. Benny, you get to draft first in this one. Now, I will I will say I think there's two matches that can fit this number one spot. So it'll be interesting to see where you go with this one. Yeah, look, I'll, there's two that I, I'm tossing up between. And I feel like... You know what? I can't help it. I've got to go with Brock and Austin at 17. Yeah. I just, it's just like, you know, that was the peak of wrestling, you know what I mean? Back in the day. And it just, that, it just had the, the biggest feel about it and everything else. It was just so good. Austin shocks the world and sides with Vince McMahon. And um, yeah, WrestleMania 7, X7, as we're supposed to call Sorry, it. Sorry, yes, X7. Um, but yeah, great pick. That was one of the two. The other one. WrestleMania 26, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Shawn yeah. Michaels' retirement match uh, where, yeah, Undertaker had to had to put him out of his misery. Yeah, what it was, retirement versus the streak, essentially. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that was my other one as well. The only thing with that one was the match that they had, the first match they had, which wasn't a main event, was better than this one. You think? That, yeah, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, but they were uh, both absolute classics. Oh, both, yeah. both classics. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. <sighs> I don't know where to go next. There's, now the you can go of, anywhere. Now yeah, that's what anywhere. I mean. It, it's just personal preference now. And, you know, guys, you can roast me if you want to for my picks from here on in. But um, I'm going to go oh, I'm going to go the Homer pick. I'm going to go Brett and Sean at 12. Look, it, it wasn't – I was hoping it would slip back to me in the later rounds. <laughs> um, but that's why I'm taking it because I know I didn't want you to have it. So <laughs> Well done. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, that is my first ever like big WrestleMania memory. That WrestleMania, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolute great pick. Um, all right, where to from here? I'm gonna go with the heist of the century. Yeah, that that was the other one I was tossing up with. WrestleMania 31, yeah. Lesnar against Reigns with Rollins cashing in his Money in the Bank contract. Yeah. Great pick. Great pick. All right. Third pick I'm going to take. There's two I'm tossing up here as well. Um, They're five years apart. I'm going to go Edge versus Taker. Edge Taker. 24. Okay. You know, it was the streak on the line again. Obviously, the streak's always on the line. But, you know, he'd never lost at Mania. But Edge had never lost to to Taker either. So it was like that. You know, I thought it was a brilliant match. Yep. Good pick. I, I didn't even have that on my list, to be honest, but wow. fantastic, uh, fantastic match it was. Uh, well, then I'm going to take the next one uh, on my list, which is Orton against Daniel Bryan against Batista, WrestleMania 30. Uh, Daniel Bryan, after beating Triple H to get inserted into the main event, yeah, uh, then wins it all. 
Yeah, that was that was the payback, wasn't it, with the whole yes movement and everything like that. And uh, great match though, great match, absolutely great match. Three of the best. Yeah, two Ooh. of the best. And Batista. <laughs> no, Batista was good. <laughs> he, he was bad, but he was good. Um. All right, I'm going to take this one. Was a fun match. It was a good match. Um, but it's mostly remembered for the spot at the end. And that's WrestleMania 19 between Brock and Kurt. That was one of the next two on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Just, the, you know, when he went for the, uh, the shooting the, star the, press and landed on his face. and The bot shooting star press, but a freaking brilliant match. Yeah, great match. Um, but, um, you know, maybe it almost adds to the intrigue of that match, the, the botched. Oh, I think so, yeah. The bot shooting so. star press. Uh, okay. Uh, where to? Oh, still got two picks. Okay, this is good. Um, I am going to take... You can't have a, a best main event WrestleManias without an Austin Rock main event. You've taken the, the better one. I'm going to take the second one, which is WrestleMania 15. Yeah, that's fine. Austin it, the Rock, it, Mankind, the referee. It's on my list. The win. Yeah. Great match. Mankind adds to it. It was great. What's this, my last pick? This is your last pick. All right. Uh, there's a couple on here that I probably should take ahead of this, but this is also, again, that peak time, that peak time of wrestling. Um, I'm going to go WrestleMania 14, Austin and HBK. <laughs> Sorry, that was mate. the next one on my list. Yeah. Um, it just, you know, Mike Tyson, DX, um, and yeah, it, it was just, it, it was because, you know, Sean was leaving. It was ready for Austin 316 to take over and, you know, grab that brass ring, and, as they say. And, and that was the elevation of the Attitude Era. So, yeah. Absolutely. Ah, damn. I love that <laughs> one. Uh, the rest, I'm not so sure about what I've got here for my last pick. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of torn between two and they are 11 years apart. Oh, let me um, have a look on my list here. And... You know, maybe maybe it's recency bias, mm-hmm. but I am going to take Roman and Cody. Okay, uh, that's fair. Just, just I didn't even f- I didn't even think about that one to be honest. Like I just, but that's fair. You could have it. Of the, the the feeling going into that match, as we just spoke about, it just felt like such a I don't know. There was something different about it than the other kind of Lesnar reigns or you know, kind of whatever other. WrestleMania main events we've had the past few years. It felt like there was something different. Obviously, the result wasn't different, but um, yeah. So Roman Cody for me. What what do you have on your honorable mentions there, Benny? Well, obviously, you can't go past Hogan. You know, Hogan and Andre at three. Just the the spectacle that it was. Um, Hogan and Warrior at six as well. Um, that was the you know Warrior taking over from Hogan essentially. Um, what else did I have? I thought Lynch, Flair, and Ronda at 35 was pretty good as well. I, I had that one on my list as well. Yeah. Um, the one I was tossing up there was, you know, surprisingly a John Cena match. Uh, the first Cena rock match. Yeah. Was was just another one of those. It just felt you know, something different, you know? Uh, yeah. So Cena rock at Mania 28 was the other one. Um, and then, you know, I didn't actually have it on the list, but it was a, a sneaky, a sneaky underrated one, Cena and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I, I did look at that one. I didn't have it on my list, but yeah, 
What about the other one, the uh, the fatal four-way elimination match with uh, Triple H, The Rock, Mankind, and Big Show? Wasn't with a great Mc- match. With a McMahon in every, in every corner. corner. Yeah, I just, I was look when I was looking through, I was like, that was a pretty funny one. Yeah. Like, obviously not going to make the list, but yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so that is it. We've got Benny, Rock Austin, WrestleMania 17, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Mania 12, Edge Taker, WrestleMania 24, Lesnar Angle, Mania 19, and Austin and HBK, WrestleMania 14. I've got Undertaker, HBK, WrestleMania 26, Lesnar, Reigns, and Rollins, Mania 31, Orton, Bryan, and Batista, a couple of triple threats. Triple threats, yeah. WrestleMania 30, uh, one year apart, Austin Rock, Mania 15, and then Roman and Cody from this year. That is the three-count draft, and that is it for the show this week. Uh, look, we're going to be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to preview Backlash from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Uh, and we'll have all the latest news and, of course, another three-count draft. Benny, thanks for joining us. Thanks, still WrestleMania in the books. Great one. And uh, we'll see you all next time on the Three Count Podcast.